This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Today, we're going to talk about five things you need as a content creator that no one is talking about. It's a rough day for me. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it's hard coming on. You're dealing with stuff in the family, um, dealing with a death in the family, but we're going to keep on rolling. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more after we roll some graphics. Let's roll some graphics real quick. Let's do that. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? If this is your first time on this channel, this channel is for content creators that like to turn their passion into profit. If you're here to learn how to make images better and add LUTs and all that good stuff, this ain't the place. But if you want to learn how to get that bag, how to turn your passion into profit, this is definitely, definitely the channel you want to be on. My name is Ty. I'm a former Army combat photographer and we are in the place to be. Let's talk about a few things. Let me let me get some personal stuff out of the way. Dealing with a lot. Holidays, family, um, just had some 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 death in the family. Um, so this will be my last live of the year. So we won't be doing live in December. It's the last live of the year. So that goes for podcast as well. However, there will still be a ton of content dropping. I probably have something dropping probably four, three to five days a week. I will still be in your timeline. So don't forget about me. Um, but got some stuff I got to handle. Probably got to travel some things like that. Let me also say this. Black Friday. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because I am giving away the kitchen sink on Black Friday. And normally I don't. But let me let's get some stuff out. One, starting at 1201 Friday, we're going to offer the all in package. That's pretty much everything I have to offer Um, at a price. I'm not going to say the price yet, but I promise you the price is less than two courses. Uh, It's less than two, two modules. I'll put it to you like that. Um. I'm only doing a limited number of them, and I'm going to explain to you why. Some people feel like it's a gimmick, blah, blah, blah. Listen, Flash Film Academy, as far as the knowledge side of it, is a one-man band. What happens when you offer your services at a lower rate? You usually don't attract the type of clients you want. You attract clients that are a little bit harder to deal with. They require more customer service. Um, If you can't log into the community, I may let everybody I'm up. I may post a link so everybody can jump on. So uh, just so because I'm just, just the website is switching over. But um, 
So when you have, whenever you lower, you know what it's like to lower your price. Come on now. You know what it's like when you like, okay, I'll do it for half. It's rarely the same client you get when you say, okay, this is the, when somebody walk in and say full price, got it, let's do it. So to eliminate dealing with all of that customer service. And I like, listen, I, I am tied to your success, right? I, this ain't a pyramid. This ain't a turn a dollar into 10,000. This is information to help you take action on transitioning from, you know, the idea of starting a business or working your nine to five into actually doing it. And it comes from my personal experience and those who are around me. So I'm not teaching you nothing that didn't work for me. In fact, often I am teaching you ways to improve on what I did. I had beta clients and didn't know I had beta clients at first. So if I would have, you know, started and I understood, let me go do this so that I can learn what my clientele want, things would have probably moved faster. So I teach you how to go in the game just with a different mindset or so that you don't have to scrape your knees and elbows like I did to make it. So the information in the course is not just a one. It's not just, a, you know, BS It's from my experiences. Right. It's from my experiences starting my company and wanting to get from my nine to five so that you can do the same. I, I can't, I know a lot of people are leery about information and, you know, buying from people online and all of that. I get it. I get it. I, I had a chance to, uh, to look at some Reddit posts. I don't know if I'm, I'm, you know, I like to see what comes up about the brand and about the information. And I find people that's like, Hey, you know, I've been buying these other courses places and I ain't really learned nothing or, hey, you probably can find all that information online. You, you probably can't. Don't get me wrong. There is some information on how to do certain things like get an LLC, yada, yada, yada. But the information that I provide comes from someone who's a content creator that wants to go into business full time. And and I'm teaching you a different method than be a be a filmmaker, be on set and, you know, hold a C-stand for a company and get coffee and work your way up. Screw that. It's a lot of money around you right in your neighborhood. It's a whole lot of money around you. And if you know how to present yourself to them and solve their problems, they will fund your life. Period. It's that easy. It's not a I wish pyramid get rich. I'm going to show you how to make $10,000 in two days. No. I'm going to show you how to build a brand so that you can get what you're worth, so that you can offer value to a company that needs what you have to offer, period. There's a lot of steps to that. There's a lot you need to understand when it comes to understanding how to build a business, just the back end, the front end, the unsexy stuff, how to build credit. Um, there's a lot you need to know as far as how to organize your day. Um, when should you call them back? When should you not call them back? Who to look for? How to market? Anybody can tell you to go get a, you know, go advertise on Facebook, but people can't tell you why you should advertise on Facebook or how to determine whether or not your market even uses Facebook. So it's a lot to it. And, and a lot of questions I get, I can't, they're not simple one line answers and people get frustrated because there's 10 things you need to know. You know what I'm saying? Before we get to that, somebody, somebody said, well, how do I, how do I get a business credit card or how do I get a truck in my business name? Well, you have to establish the business, start building up the business credit. You have to have certain location. Um, you know, it's just things to it before I can say, go to the dealership and give them blah, blah, blah. Those who understand, understand. It's kind of like your client saying, you know, 
I want to do a, a, a move like they did on the Matrix. How can I do it? Well, we got to set up green screen. We got to light that green screen. We got to light you to match the, the background that we choose. You know, it's a lot to it. Whatever. Those who get it, get it. So the reason it's not going to be a kajillion million people is because I, I, I am tied to your success and I don't have the time to help 100 people go through this process who usually when, when people get in, just like when they come to you and get the hookup, they're not usually like, thanks. Let me know when it's done. It's, it's just more to it. You get it anyway. But starting um, Friday morning at 1201, those slots will be open. They'll be posted on the website. There will be a launch video. You'll have that. Everybody else, 60% off everything. All right. Now that we got that out the way and we can talk a little bit. Gold members, um, the community section is still switching over, transitioning to the new website. So if you haven't had a chance to check out the new Flash Film Academy, please do so. Um, I will post a link in the chat. And since it's the last live of the year, I will invite everybody who want to jump on to jump on one last time when we get things switched over. Also got something else big coming December 1st, but we'll talk about that when that, that when that launches. Um, it's not a discount or nothing like that. Just something different. All right. So and now that we got that out of the way um, and you guys are prepared for Black Friday, because like I said, it is what it is. Today, I want to talk about five things that you know videographers should have that they don't talk about so these are kind of unsexy tools and toys that if you are a you're trying to start a video production company if you're going into videography you should own unfortunately these things good looking out on the super chat appreciate you bro unfortunately these things aren't cool enough to get um they aren't cool enough to get review videos and stuff from your favorite youtubers because i don't know they just they're just not cool enough to get reviewed or talked about. However, I don't understand how they survive without these items. I just I just want to be real with you, fam. I don't understand how they survive without them. So today we're going to start with um, these are these are products that you should own, that you should have. We're going to start with number five. Um, and let's start with number five. Number five is simple. I sp spoke about it before. It is the spider. You can get the spider five or the, the spider monitor calibrator. Let's talk about this. Cause I know I was talking about it earlier. It wasn't on the list, but I had a good conversation with a friend of mine and I was like, let me add that to the list. Cause I think people need to know a data, data color spider X pro. Let's talk about that. Right. Let's talk about that. Light meter. Tim is a great one. I agree. Light meter get talked about a little bit. But light meter gets talked about a little bit, but a monitor calibrator do not. And I want to explain the difference because um, a good friend of mine brought up a, a good point. And I feel like a lot of people don't know. A lot of people are used to X right checkers or they're used to the color or gray cards that they use to properly um, white balance their footage. Right. White balancing your footage and getting proper color on your footage is very important. And that is something you should be doing on all shoots. However, a Spider X Pro allows you to calibrate your monitor so that the colors are accurate. Your monitor is not designed for accuracy right now. Apples are usually very close, but they never stay that way. You're supposed to check it every six, six months to a year. And your monitor coming for if it's a gaming monitor, whatever monitor you bought, unless it was a color grading monitor that's designed for color accuracy, it's probably not accurate. 
This is very important if you're doing video, you're working with product, you're doing product photography. This is very important in any world where color accuracy is important. You're doing real estate photography, real estate video. Color accuracy is very important. I can't tell you how many people have handed me stuff and the colors were not accurate. In their mind, in their monitor, in their world, they delivered an accurate product. However, unless you're really good at reading scopes, you're really good at understanding how to measure color, you're not going to be, your color is going to be off. So you need to either have a, an expensive color grading monitor, or you need to calibrate the monitor you have to the best of its ability. Trust me, the first time you connect this thing to your computer and you run and it runs the report and do everything and it suggests a profile to make your colors accurate and you go back and forth, you're going to be blown away. It will make you feel really dumb, really, really dumb. Um, I, there is a link below to one that is in stock. Spider, the Spider 5, um, and then there's a Spider X Pro. Um, and listen, let me be clear. It don't have to be this particular brand. This is the brand that I like, and this goes with anything I talk about today. These are just tools to help you be better at uh, what you need to do. You can get them on B&H, Adorama. You want that. I don't care if you have a laptop screen. I don't care if you got a $3,000 4K monitor with a refresh rate of 1,000 and it's, you know, and it's 1,500 nit. It does not matter. 90% of monitors that come from manufacturers are not color accurate. They don't need to be because you aren't. You, you're not living and dying by the colors. That's why you can go to Walmart and look at 20 different TVs that are showing the same thing and the colors on them are different. They have not been calibrated and usually they don't need to be because that Coca-Cola bottle can be off a hue or two between different TVs and nobody cares. But you as a creative that's delivering something to a client, you need to be color accurate as possible. And, and this will help you do it without spending $2,000 on a on a on a 20 inch um, color grading monitor. This will help you do that. Now, keep in mind, most Apple devices from the factory are very color accurate. However, every single device fades over time. Plus, this will also take into account your ambient light, your ambient lighting. This does a uh, great, great question. Great question. He says, does this apply to MacBook Pro laptops? Absolutely. Every laptop, every monitor possible. Your, Mac, your, your MacBook Pro laptop will leave the factory very color accurate. So if it's less than a year old, you may be fine. But they tell you to run this app at least every six months. I run it on every monitor that I use. Um, and it is, it, I'm telling you, it is a night and day difference. You're going to be like, wow, I've been looking at this for years and it's a complete shift. And like I said, it'll also take into account your ambient lighting because you may have warmer lights in your house that reflect off the screen that makes your image warmer than it is. So it needs to adjust for, the, to, for that so that you can see accurate colors. So this is very important. It is a cheap tool that... You know, it's a cheap tool that can help you 
provide a higher quality image to your client. Everybody want to throw LUTs and mix and all. Listen, it don't matter if you if you throwing LUTs and all of that, you color grading and all of that. It don't matter if the original image is not accurate. It don't matter how much white balancing or how much raw you're shooting. If the image that you're seeing is not accurate and it's hard to be creative with any image or photo, if you're not starting with an accurate image. You can't start pushing these colors and pulling these colors and adding a little of this if you didn't start in the right place. So this will help you start in the right place. Now, I want to say this one more time. This is completely different than using a X Pro color checker on screen. This is completely different than that. That is to help you get your, your image in your camera color correction perfect. That's, that's helping you with the image that your camera provides. This is helping you with the, calibrating what your monitor shows. And that's everything across the board. So keep that in mind. Good looking out, Mikey, on the super chat. Um, Yeah, good looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that last. If you haven't had a chance to check out the last podcast called Focus, it was a podcast exclusive. It was not a video or anything like that. Make sure you check it out. For photographers that print, those are essential. You're absolutely right. Um, Ewall says, to which settings are you calibrating? So it will have software that does the calibration, and then it'll provide it to your display settings on your computer. So you don't have to do nothing. It'll, it'll go through everything and calibrate it and say, hey, this is what we suggest. And then it'll show it to you. And then it'll be like, this is what you was. This is what you were looking at. And you can jump between the two and be like, man, I can't believe this. It is a night and day difference. Trust me. Um, and it'll help you color grade better by eye. It'll help you make changes to your, like you'll be able to see certain things like color cast that you wouldn't notice if your mon your monitor has a magenta cast. You don't, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? If your monitor has a magenta cast, you got a Sony, you think all Sony's look terrible. No, it could be your monitor. It looks terrible. Um, so there you go. Um, Ty, does the master course show things um, like rec screen recordings of your proposal or is it mainly you speaking on cam? It's a mixture of two. It's a mixture of both. It's a lot of me talking, but it's a lot of me pointing out different things um, like module three. If you if you're in module three, um, I talk about calendar. I even provide calendars, uh, which if you for those who uh, was with the beta group who got early access to it. Um, there is a calendar that's updated that you can use to help you walk through the week. So it's a combination of the two. Um, so there you go. Uganda, what's going on? East Africa. Much love out there. Much love out there. So that's that's number three. That's number four. I'm sorry. That's number three. Um, I can't even talk. I see. I'm, that's number five. I'm, I'm out of it right now. Um, number four is something that I talk about in the master course as well, but we're going to share it here. And that's a collapsible cart. This thing I call the back saver. It is one of my favorite tools I ever had in my life, period. When I'm going from my van to working with a client, it is a lifesaver. There is some, there's a bunch of expensive carts on, on Adorama and all of these websites that sell filmmaking stuff. If you want to pay five, $600 for one, be my guest. But that one is like 150 and it gets the job done and it got two cup holders. So I can't tell you how many times I went to a, a shoot in the morning and I'm bringing coffee for myself. Um, and you can use those cup holders for anything like little small tripods. I use them for all kind of stuff. The back saver is important. 
You do not want to. And I can put like three uh, seahorse cases in that. So I'm not rolling multiple cases. I can bring, put in multiple cases. I can roll it. The wheels are heavy duty. They go on grass. And I'm usually looking for any type of handicap ramp to go into. And it's a, it's just when you're dealing with corporate and you're going through businesses business and buildings and elevators, you don't want to have 20 cases rolling. The back saver is what I call it. Trust me. He said, I got a, Josh said, I got a back saver myself because of Utah and it was the best purchase I've made. Listen, this is, yes, look, everybody's saying this wagon saved me three or four trips. When I, when I tell you that this is, I don't understand how other content creators aren't talking about owning one of these. I don't get it. I don't get it. Don't tell me what's in your camera bag. First of all, you shouldn't even be showing up to a shoot with just a camera bag. You're not bringing lighting. You're not bringing diffusers. You, I don't understand how you're going up to a shoot on the 14th floor and you got three light stands or three C stands, sandbags, two, two cases in a backpack. That card is what you need to get up there in one trip. You don't want to go back and forth. And I personally don't like to go back and forth for security reasons. I don't know you, man. I'm not leaving my case that got two A7S3s, A7R3, and 12 lenses in it with you. I don't know you. I'm going to go, you know what I'm saying, with one trip. And even if I got three or four people with me, I got two of these, so I can bust two out, and we can take almost a majority of stuff in my van up to that location. I, I talk about that as well in the master course and things like that, but you get to, that is, I, I'm not living without it. And you want to get one that got the rugged wheels like that. Don't get the smaller wheels because every every surface you're on won't be a smooth surface. A lot of times you're in grass. You're going through parking lots. Um, you know, you want to make sure you have it. Michael Foster say, when you talk about seahorse cases, what are those? Are they like Pelican cases? Yep. They are like Pelican cases. I talk about them a lot in module one, but they're like Pelican cases, but they're a lot cheaper and you can... Um, you can um, edit them or you can change them out to be what you need them to be. Like I got certain pouches in mind. Recently got a wagon from Walmart. Going to replace the wagon logo with my own logo. Absolutely. Great idea. Slap you a sticker on there. Get you a logo. I like to say I own two of these wagons with bigger wheels. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got to get me one of those. So you want to make sure that um, you want to make sure that you uh, got one of them. You want to make sure that you got one of them. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, so that's number uh, four. Let's go with number three. And this was a simple one. It's, you know, it's super simple. And it's one of my favorite things. I was just looking through a drawer yesterday, and I don't see many people talking about these. But what these are are the small rig seamless focus rings. They're pretty cheap, y'all. These focus rings are like $10. You put them on all of your photography glass so that you can use a follow focus with it. Don't go out and spend all this money to get your same glass rehoused for what? A 18 to 35 brand new is like $8.99. You can get one used for about $500. To get it rehoused in a video housing, it's like $3,200. Why? So that you can look more cinematic? The image quality is the exact same. Get one of these seamless follow focus and then use it with your follow focus system, whether it be wireless or not. These things are lifesavers and they're $10, $10 works perfect with your rig. I don't think I need to go into much explanation as to why these are valuable, especially for the price. Don't know why people aren't talking about them. They're telling you to go out and buy cine glass, cinema glass, and 
you know, you don't need to. Um, for those who are having an issue logging on to the community, I'm working on that. I'm going to post a link in here in a minute. And I'm going to invite, since this is going to be the last live of the year, I'm going to invite everybody to jump on. Um, and we can chop it up. Especially for those who aren't gold members who want to see what it's like to, to you know, to chop it up. So that is, that is um, you can get those off Amazon. There's a, everything that I'm talking about. There's a link in the, the, link in the description. Uh, Alex says the 18 to 35 is on sale for 650 right now. That's love. If you have an APS-C sensor and you do video, when I say this is the lens, this is the lens. The 18 to 35 Sigma is, is one of my go-to lenses. And I got full frame. I still won't sell it. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. Um, yeah, I'm definitely keeping it. This one's going to shock you. Let's talk about number two. It's going to shock you. And I'm, a lot of people ain't talk about it. A metal storage cabinet with locking doors. Well, that's weird, Ty. Why? A metal storage cabinet with locking doors. I have one, two, I have four of them in my house. Why is this important? I keep it in my house because this is where I keep all of my gear. When I have people over, when I have parties, I have whatever, nothing walks out the door. You won't appreciate it until you appreciate it. I keep all of my stuff in my cabinets. And I, if I go out of town, my stuff's locked up. It's secure. This is for, uh, this is a home security thing. And I, it's something that I have literally um, a cabinet like this. And I have the heavy duty, um, you could say garage cabinets with drawers. I keep my batteries organized. I keep my cables organized. I like to do the heavy duty like craftsman dressers. Um, I keep my items organized. They have the rubber padding on the bottom of the drawer. So everything's in a nice place and I can lock everything. And if you get some of the higher end ones, you can also install. Um, you can also install uh, not power packs, but um, I guess power stations that you can plug up items so that you can charge your devices inside the case or inside the cabinet. These are a must for me at home. I like them. If you got kids, if you got a pet animal, you don't want people getting to certain stuff and you want to keep your stuff organized and secure because I don't want, where are you going to put it? You're going to just have cameras laying around. You're going to just have lenses laying around. You can keep it in the cases. It's up to you. But I like to have, um, I like to have, you know, cabinets like this um, so that I can keep all my stuff. Everybody is going to join the live. I'm going to have a, uh, I'm going to post a link as soon as I finish. So sit tight, sit tight, sit tight. This is just something that I've used. I bought more. It, they continue to grow. It's, it has been super helpful on being organized and security. So I love it. Um, and sometimes you just don't want stuff out. And I like to keep stuff organized. I know where my, I know where my uh, power strips, charging stations. Absolutely. I know where my propellers are for my, um, for my freaking DJI stuff. I keep it all in the same place, but you can get these from anywhere. Um, there's a link to one in Amazon. Check your local Home Depot, your Lowe's, Black Friday. These things are going to be half off. They're going to be half the price. Also, check on Facebook Marketplace. A lot of people sell use hardware storage um, bins or containers um, or cabinets with locks that you can buy for the low low. So, it is it is great to have things organized and secure. The security part is you can control where you some of them, like the one shown, you can control where your uh, 
your drawers are, you can control where your shelves are, and you can be organized and keep your things there and safe. It has been a it has been a game changer because before the end, where are you gonna put it in? Where are you gonna put your stuff? You're just sitting out, maybe in cases. I don't like to do that. Because if somebody break in your house and they see a case ready to go, they're gonna wheel it right out. Don't make it that easy for them. Make them fight for it. Get you a cabinet that locks and make them fight for it. Don't let them, you know, have have your cases, your pelican cases or seahorse cases and roll it to the car just as good as you can. Protect your stuff. Protect your stuff, definitely. All right. Um, last but not least, I'm going to I'm going to talk about a brand, but you don't have to use this brand. I, you know, I'm going to talk about a brand. You don't have to use it. Right. Um, this particular one is the Westcott scrim gems center. It's a four by four. Let me talk about this real quick, because when it comes to light diffusion, I don't know why light diffusion don't get no love, bro. If you're shooting in direct sunlight, you're doing it wrong. If you're shooting, if you get a piece of silk, and you get to put it on, I use two C-stands to hold it up to offer, to soften the sunlight. You would be surprised at how much better your outdoor footage looks. Just perfect outdoor footage. If you have the right diffusion, you can get this with any, any, any maker. You can go and get a piece of silk. You can do whatever you want. Um, but if you're shooting outdoors, this is the best thing you could you can ever buy. Now, a lot of you have those reflectors that are black on one side, silver on the other. You can unzip it inside. You know, that white thing they give you. That's what that is. You probably have never used it. You're like, oh, I guess this hold the, the fabric. No, that that white clear silk is for sunlight. Let me tell you where else this really, really helps that people don't talk about. And if you don't have the experience of really filming for businesses, you would never know indoors and really badly mixed fluorescent lighting. If I put this up above them, it helps the fuse and mix that light together so that I can get a better white balance. That comes from being in an office learner. You can, you're not going to read that in a book. Nobody's going to tell you that who's never experienced that. Nobody who haven't had a camera that was good enough to say, man, these lights are kind of purple. These lights are kind of blue. It's not looking good. It's meshing with my skin tone. If I put this scrim up, if I put this diffuser up, it'll blend those lights in a way that allows me to get a more accurate white balance so that I can get my bicolor lights or my RGB lights and match that color and then set my white balance to that color and get much better skin tones indoors. It is a lifesaver. Now you can buy these in any shapes or size. I like to get them on stands like this so that I can clamp them with my C-stand arms. That's why you want to get just more than just the material. You want something that has, um, you know, a frame to it so that you can clamp it in your light stands or something. Five in one color, five in one. If you have the five in ones, the inside, that big white circle that everything zips onto is a diffuser. I have so many of them. It's not even funny. They're like $20 a pop. You need to have a minimum of three. A minimum of three. So um, you have to have a minimum of three. So anytime you're in a place where, like I said, sunlight is the number one use for it. I, I never shoot outdoors without that. I don't care if the sun's behind them on the side of them. If you go outside with this at 12 in the afternoon and you put them in that shade, you will get perfect lighting every single time you put it and you use that to diffuse it. You'll get perfect lighting. 
and indoors. I'm gonna say it one more time because a lot of people, your your your, uh, your second favorite YouTuber who ain't really out here living off his camera like that. He 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 don't know. He's just telling you whatever. These can be used indoors to help mix different color lights so that you can get accurate white balance. You can also use these in front of your lights to diffuse them more, to make them softer. Um, yeah, the link I have is just to, to the material. Four by four is a good size that you don't have to get the Westcott one. It's a little more expensive. You can get whatever one you want, but keep it, keep it in your van. Keep it on you. That's just an example of, um, that's just an example of one that you can use. There are some that are four by six. Get the largest one you can afford. If you can get a four by six, that works. There are some that are four by six. Um, but make sure that, cause let me tell you, I'm about to tell you, if you get somebody outside with one, I usually use two of these. Cause I'll, I'll, if the sun's over, I'll diffuse the sun. I'll put an eye lighter outside and then wherever, if the sun is like over to the right, I'll diffuse the top and the right and get someone on film, throw an ND filter so I can get a shallow depth of field and you will get one of the best shots without a light you've ever seen in your life. Eye lighter, two diffusers, ND filter. If you got a full frame and you can get close, shallow depth of field, you will get the, you will get a shot that is so cinematic, it's ridiculous. A APW says sandbags are a must. Absolutely. I talk about that in the, in the master course. Sandbags are a complete must. Got to have sandbags. If you are a business, you got an LLC and companies are hiring you to go and shoot video form and you're showing up with light stands without a sandbag. I talk about this like crazy in there. You have failed. Your insurance company is going to flip. When they see that you have light stands without a sandbag, if you are running cable and you're not using gaffers tape to tape it, you're not in business. You got to be professional. You have to be very professional. And in, in, uh, in module three, I talk about a enter and exit plan for your scene so that people who are entering your scene to be filmed understand which way to go. It's some, it sounds like, huh? I never thought about that. But trust me, you don't want to be in court. And you and and people didn't tripped and fell and died on the C stand, and and you getting sued and going to jail or whatever. You want to say, Your Honor, this is the entry point we gave the client. The client decided they wanted to do cartwheels through a through an area that was not designated for entry, and they fell and landed on the C stand. Good night. That's not our problem. We told them to enter through this point. The client signed off that they understood that this is the entry point and this is the exit point of this scene. The, the client decided they wanted or the talent decided they wanted to pole dance and fell on the C stand and now they ain't got no legs, whatever. Not my problem. You need to designate that. Those are things that, again, I talk about like crazy and that comes from experience. That's, those are things that you need to be mindful of when you go and do a shoot and you're working because people will say, oh, it's four of them. They got uniforms. Their truck got their logo on it. Their pins even got their logo. This is a big money company. If I trip on a cable that's not taped down and I hurt myself, I'm looking at millions. They know you have an insurance policy and they know that you are a big business. You are now a target. 
You know how they say more money, more problems? Well, sometimes you look like money and you just got the problems. So at the same hand, you're working to build yourself, to establish yourself as this great company that's worth this $28,000 you want to charge for this video. That's fine. The company will pay that. But their employees that's getting $14 an hour, $12 an hour, they're looking at you like you'll come up. Because in certain countries, you are. And we, in, I know in America, they sue you like crazy. It's a sue, sue, sue. They come up. They don't want to work. They, they looking like you're right, Marcus, Lieutenant Dan out here. They don't want to work and they will do what they got to do. So you make sure you cover your butt with policies and the right tools. Somebody said, we, Josh said we need tie tails Tuesday. I'm going to probably kick that back up for sure because I got some stories where I trust me there. Trust me, I didn't sit down and read a book to you. A lot of stuff I'm teaching come from experience and there's some things I don't want you to experience. And if I can tell you to put down some tape so you don't got to go through a year or two of court cases and lawyer fees and put down some tape, that gaffer's tape is only $5, $10 a roll. Pay for it. Trust me. Your insurance company will thank you. Pay that $10, put it in a price, tape everything, tape it all. Trust me. Sandbag everything, sandbag it all, triple sandbag it. Trust me, you don't want you don't want what could happen on the other side of that. So, you know, again, I come from experience. I don't know where it's at in the book, but those are five things that you need in order to. It's five things that people aren't talking about. I, I just you know they're just not talking about it, and I want you to. I want you to know that these are tools that you need. Unfortunately, you know, your favorite YouTuber, he, he want to sell you more cannon glass, uh, and in a different cannon body instead of, uh, you know, trying to show you how to do what. So that's information you need. What I'm gonna do is let me get, um, let me give people a chance to, uh, to join the live and I'll post a link. It's uh it's going to be a zoom. It's going to be a Zoom thing. I'll give you a chance to do that. I'll give everybody a chance to jump on this time. Maybe we'll see some fresh faces and we'll chop it up. Um, all right, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Here we go. Here we go. See if it let me uh, paste it. It's like, nah, B, you got too much stuff. Let me see. Hold up. That's why. Okay. Go ahead and post that there. I don't know if that's going to be a link or not. If not, let me just post that. So, you know, I think that it's there's a lot of unsexy items about going in a business that you need to know. The sexy stuff is easy. It's commercials on that. Right. There's commercials on how to do X, Y and Z. There's a ton of commercials on it. There's a ton of videos about gear and all the fun stuff you need and all that stuff. And that's cool. I can show you B-roll of that all day and night. I can show you, you know what I mean? I can show you a ton of stuff. But that's not what's going to help you turn a profit. That's not what's going to help you grow your business. That's not what's going to help you get more clients. That's not what's going to help you get more customers. And you need to know what those things are so that you can be a part of, um, you know, taking your business to the next level. It's way more to it than just the gear. Way more to it than just the gear. So we'll give people a chance to pop on here.
everybody in, you know, give a few people a chance just so we can chop it up. I'll even let I'll even let some of the nine members get a chance to jump on the after hours. You guys can go live on the camera. I give some of the nine members give a little after hour love just so they can see. Uh, we'll keep it. We'll keep it rated R this time because we usually go what's above R NC seventeen. We usually there. But we'll keep it our this time uh, in case some non-members are jumping on. But, um, you know, there are quite a few things that you learn from experience how that, that you need to bring on set. The things that you need to have when you're on a set. And I got a video like this where we're going to go into photography things as well. We're going to talk about the five things um, that you need as a photographer in the industry that no one's talking about. Um, because it's important that you, you know, it's important that you learn about it. These are little things that you could... Uh, Little problems you cannot run into if you're around people who are who have experience in these areas, um, you know. So it's just life. It's just a learning experience, uh, and I much rather you learn about it uh, than to be in a situation where it costs you to learn. So uh, we'll give people some time to jump on. We got two right now. Let me jump on over to the. Uh, let me jump on over to the uh, the witch. I'm gonna call it here. Where's my uh? All right, there we go. There we go. Um, we got more people jumping in. I can't hear nobody. I don't know if y'all muted or not, but um, we muted. Y'all muted? No, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Yep, we here. Loud here. and clear. Loud and clear. How y'all feeling this week? Good. 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 Everybody's great. Anybody got? Let's start with some wins. Anybody got any wins? Well, it's an old win, oh, that's but a, that's, it's still good. a win. Yeah, let's hear it. I landed a con uh, deal where I'm going to be partnering with SCORE, which is an arm of the Small Business Administration for their clients in Southwest Michigan next year. Okay. I like that. How'd you come about that? I am actually a, I was going through their mentorship program mm -hmm. and I was a mentoree and basically I kind of graduated and now I'm working with them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know what's crazy is uh, when I first went looking for mentors, I w I was using the score program, looking for mentors, and I got a lot of mentors, but I just couldn't get none. I was like, because I was looking for help, man. Like, how do I grow the business? I couldn't get any right. that had um, the exact same like background I was looking for. So I was like, that, I was I was that working. Helped me though. It helped you. I don't need anyone to tell me I don't need to buy that cinema camera that I really want to justify buying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because. That's my goal is to go into the film eventually. Yeah. Which everyone has told me is a terrible business idea. I don't care. I want yeah. to do it. It's all about the passion. I'm, listen, I love film too. Somebody, uh, microphone is up a little. I like film too. And I tell people, get the business side and let it fund that. You know what I'm saying? Like my business yeah. gives me a budget to go shoot whatever I want. So right. don't, don't give it up. Cause I, listen, I, I promised I wanted to shoot a web series. I promised myself I wouldn't until I finished the master course. So I just, you know, I, I promised myself I'm not, I got like three scripts that's burning in my pocket that I can't wait to shoot. Plus so much has changed since I was filming last. My last movie I shot in like 2017, Airbnb wasn't mm. that big then. I, if I, like I had to beg and borrow to get a location. I had to go beg somebody to shoot at their house. We got to change all their pictures out and make it look like, you know, the scene we need and move it all back. Now, if, if I want to write a scary movie on a farm, I can just go rent a farm for a week. I can right. go on Toro and rent a, a Bentley for a day. And now I can shoot a scene with a rich guy. You know what I'm saying? Where I couldn't just three years ago. Right. And that's actually was my goal is to shoot commercials for, I haven't 
figured out the niche that I'm going towards more like the tourism industry because mm-hmm. that's big in Southwest Michigan. Yep. But I also want to do like restaurants or something. I'm not sure. I might do retail instead. Try try each. Get a beta client from to. each. I'm going to yeah. try to try what and then do what I want, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Do what I like doing. Make it feel less like a job. Yep. What part of Michigan you say you're in? I am in Flint right now, okay. where I was born and raised. Okay. I'm from Detroit. I get it. I love yep. it. Yep. I knew that. I, and I, uh, I've been following you for a long time, actually. Appreciate so. it. Appreciate it. I've been up in Flint yeah. uh, at some races, doing some crazy car stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy up here. <laughs> yeah. But I am located, my base of operations is Southwest Michigan by St. Joe, mm-hmm. Benton Harbor area. Yeah, that's that's a good that's that area is thriving, man. Depending on what your niche is, that area is thriving good. Yeah, it is. It's and st- that's and there's not a lot of people doing what I'm doing out there. Yeah. Rodney, you got to win. Well, I, I, I actually had a suggestion for Alex, man, oh, yeah. for Alexander. Um, if you're looking at doing tourism and doing food, why not combine them at least? Like for tourists that are coming into Michigan. You know, here are some hot spots, you know, that are non-franchised or, you know, that are non-commercial. They're like local businesses, right? So to right. help you promote local or promote big change if you want to go that route as well. And then you're also doing spots on the tourism aspect. Um, just saying that the tourism slash food can be one part of your whole tourism umbrella. Right. Yeah. You can do both. You kind of like link them together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I founded a media group, which will eventually be an LLC, my... Uh situations a bit interesting i'm not going to go into detail about it on live um i can't form an llc is the bottom line my income depends on me not forming an llc right now and so i'm going about this unfortunately for the first until i'm steady and can live without my secondary income and my business becomes my main source of income, I can't form an LLC. Let, let me say a few things too, Alexander. Your LLC can be worth a million dollars. That has nothing to do with you. You do know that, right? Or you can have I other do. owners. I do, but yeah. I am on government income. Yeah. I w- you can have other owners. You can, I mean, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I like, could. there's a lot of ways legally, legally, there's a lot of ways around that. But, yeah. you know what I mean? If I. That's given a lot of control once someone's an owner. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that more in the after hours. Stick around for the after hours. We'll talk about that more. I got some okay. I got some I got some uh some stuff that I can share with you. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. I got yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that. Yeah, that's that's easy. That's too easy. Um anybody else got any wins? Anybody else got some W's? Oh, Rodney, your face is lit up. You said you had a W you wanted to share with us. Rodney, Marcus, y'all too. You got a W too? I like to hear W's. Go ahead. Whatever, whatever y'all want to jump in. Oh, we're waiting for after hours. No, That's kind of like you can give the them a little, gold community only. You can give them a little bit of the win. You ain't got to give them everything. No, I'll man. give them another win. Okay. I got multiple wins. Oh, okay. Okay. I like okay. that. <laughs> Ty Turner's it's called a winning wonderful streak. schooling of Flashville Academy has helped me get multiple when so i got a photo shoot tomorrow um through the education i was able to increase um pricing 
and structure-based pricing has worked off and paid well. I'll give them that much. Ty, okay. you know, okay. but I'll give them that much. Okay. We got Reggie uh, is in space. He in warp speed right now. I don't know what was going on when his uh, screen was there. Okay. That's okay. That's one of them. Okay. Just can we get, can we just get a little bit of the, just a little bit of the, little bit of the grand slam. That's all I'm saying. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, man. I ain't put you on the spot. I'm just, I ain't trying to put you on the spot or nothing, but. You put me on the spot on in front of billions. <laughs> billions of people. people. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just, right. not, not millions. Billions. billions. Trillions. Just a little bit. Just, All right. So here, I landed the biggest contract I have ever gotten and paid and full within 72 hours. Nice. <laughs> My guy, that's what I'm talking about. Wait, we got another. Uh, we got another uh, song for that. Okay, I can't play the whole thing because uh, YouTube will. Uh, they want they cut multiple wins and a big win. I like that. That's what I like to hear. That's nice. That's what I like to hear. Multiple wins. Next up to the mic is a uh, quiet guy, Rodney, down there. Who, uh, you know, he's. His his batting percentage has increased. Is that a good way to be batting percentage? That's what we're gonna start calling it. His batting percentage has increased uh, at this this time at bat. I mean, you can you know I'm just you know yeah I just I ain't put you on the spot you know what I'm saying but you know just give people a little bit just sprinkle a little bit on it. So we do the Rodney's one time. I was reading a text from Marcus talking about my hair looking good. That's why I started cracking up. Yeah you yeah you know you on deck. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you let me step back and let you do your thing. Me, the Rodney. The Rodney, go ahead. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Everybody with the Rodney shot. I don't. I already told my win last week. My my win was from last week. I didn't have a, a, another another win you, this you, week. Was it after hours or during the? I, might, I think I might have discussed it during after. Oh, hours. that means you got to say it for the people. Go ahead. I'm gonna sit here and let you uh, go ahead. Okay. All, All right. right. Just a little bit. Just uh, give well, him a little bit. Landed a job. Got that money deposited. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, had some investments made. Okay. Well, he spent the money already. So, oh no, no, yeah. Once it was in the account, <laughs> I can't so, see you blur it out. You so, gotta oh, take. Look, you gotta take blur. I think the blur out. It's blurred out. It's like an adult toy or something. It ain't showing up right. <laughs> Whatever you spend your money. Well, it on, is bro. him. It is him and the missus involved. Right. Whatever you spend your money on. If YouTube chooses to blur it out. Okay. Okay. This was, this was the gear. That was the gear. So you know, learning from those lessons of having to rely on your little LCD screen when you're filming a project. And absolutely. Your comes out all blurry. You mm-hmm. don't want to have that happen. You don't need those problems. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so we picked up two of those. Uh, we did some shopping for props um, on, I think, Monday to make the scene look like a, uh, we're changing the restaurant, which is a vegan restaurant, into a little cafe, but we're only doing like one side of the the, um, the dining area. And um, yeah, I'm just straight up, man, I'm just excited about it. I'm just really excited. So Real quick, everybody that's trying to log in through the community, we're, we're switching over domains, so having a little issue. So there's the link below. To join, there you go. Brandon's in there. Okay, I just want to make sure everybody know. Even if you're not a gold member, I'm letting you jump on this one. Come on, chop it up with us. I don't know what, what that is. Yeah, just so to let people know. Because when I got to upgrade to Achilles, and I want to try it out. Is that you, Alex? I thought my computer was possessed. That's, sorry, that's my son. Just okay, walked okay. In. I was like, is my mm-hmm. computer possessed? I want to take your camera away from you. Like, whoa. I just want to make sure you get it. Okay. We got Brandon down there putting in the, the miles. Doing if anyone wants to learn from a mistake, I got Hey, what's up, guys? How we doing? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, 
Alexander, you said you had a mistake. You said you had a mistake. Let's hear the mistake. We want to hear. Yeah, let's hear this. Okay, so I charged three hundred dollars for a half hour video. Is that just filming it or editing or everything coming? Everything. Yeah, you don't want to do that, bro. No, and the reason I did that was in my head. He said. Well, we're going to have the staging area where all our people are going to be. So in my head, I'm like, okay, so it's cutting, just cutting this thing together is all I'm going to have to do editing wise. I ended up having to blur half a school's crowd, basically. Wow. Yes. Because no one had releases. That's not a good look. No. So the client, which I've, can't blame the client for that that was the school's problem why was the school that was those people did not have releases they should not have been allowed in front of the camera i I, i've been in a situation like that where a few people didn't sign releases and we charged the client to blur their face somebody uh got some somebody audio yeah we 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 charged the client to uh marcel put yourself on mute is it oh yeah it's you bro um, so we, we, uh, we, we just charged the client per, per face. That's what we did. Yeah. You got to charge them per face. You, 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 I'll point my camera at the crowd, but we're going to count every face. Every face got to be blurred. Cause I, it takes time. So yeah, it th- did. It took, and then at the end of it, I didn't like how distracting it was to just have the faces blurred out. So I just created a larger blur <laughs> to, to just cover the whole crowd, basically. Yeah, but that's that's keyframing. And uh, yeah, that's... that's it, actually... it was. It was keyframing. So I had to do it twice, basically. Yeah. And the first time through, I did each individual face, which no one should ever try to do. Absolutely. It's very distracting. Yeah. If, you, as, if you do, do the shirts, too. Because <laughs> any logo on a shirt or anything is going to draw your attention. Yeah, that, that right there is... Uh... Yeah, that's a no-go for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I ended Charging. up just blurring the whole crowd. And if I do if I do it, it's going to, hey, I'm just, it's going to cost some good money. Where's, where's my sound effect for that? That's what I'm talking about. It's going to cost them some money when I tell them what the price is, fam, because I'm not, I don't mind doing it. I'm just not going to do it for free. That's yeah. I'll do anything I you just, want, just not for free. If I had known ahead of time, I would have, but I was locked in. What do you do in that situation where it wasn't planned like that, but... Oh, that's easy. I'm going to tell you what you do. You present it to the client and say, this is, here's the video. And they say, oh, we don't have, we need to blur out the faces. Okay, let me send you the invoice for what we need to do. Don't say, okay, and then do it. Provide them with what they asked for. And when they need changes and revisions, that, that's, that's different. We're going we're gonna to charge you for that. Because at the end of the day, they're either going to pay it, trash the project, like they're going, you know, that uh, stop right here. We don't got enough money to proceed. Usually, they're going to pay it, or they're going to keep it as is. Because you'd be surprised. Sometimes they may say, "Look, we don't got twenty five dollars of blurred face. We're going to go back up to the school and take this form and have every kid that was on it sign it." Yeah, I should have, because yeah. in the end. The whole reason I went with a larger blur was the distractingness right. of just having the faces blurred. It looked unprofessional. 
So let me give you an example. Um, as an upsell, and, 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 you know, you all may want to take note if you're ever shooting in an event like this. We, as an upsell, we will provide the release and we will have a unified release where it is a release that multiple people sign. And you will sign that release upon entry. That is an upsell. Now, okay. that upsell can be like a $1,500 upsell. Hey, y'all can worry about the release or I'll worry about the release. And I'm going to do a sign out front that says you have to sign a release to enter and then a form. Now, with kids, it's different because a parent needs to sign off on it. So beforehand, beforehand, I'll have parents. And, and okay, so this is another little thing that I've learned from my experience working with schools. Sometimes what you can do is provide a notice that kids, your child will be filmed during this event. By allowing your child to come to this event, you agree to allow them to be filmed. If you don't want your child to be filmed, please ask that they be removed from this event. Or I've worked with schools and then we're like, okay, this is the section of kids we don't want on film who parents didn't agree. So they don't have to lose out on seeing it. We just have a section that they sit in. I usually work that out with the school, especially when I did, I did an event um, with Samsung and they had sponsored a school tablets and, the, and we wanted to get images of uh, kids using the tablets and having fun and everything. And we had, it was real, it was a private school, but there was a lot of stipulations on how we got the footage and images. Like we had a designated set of kids who were up front and then we had some that were in the back. Um, so it, those are just different ways to do it, but those are upsells. And if you go to a client that's saying, Hey, I want to film at a school and you present this, guess who's the smart guy in the room? Oh, you, I never thought about that. You are. Hey, yeah, he was surprised. I even brought up releases, right? He did not know much. So, I mean, I understand that he's not in this field. Right. That's not his job to know. And, and because you know, and he don't. You are the super subject matter expert. And that could be something if you got a client that's like, oh, we want to go with y'all, but y'all prices is a little bit, you know, you mention stuff like that. And they're like, what well, the other guy said, nothing about that. So you're like, yeah, they may be cheaper, but it may not be cheaper in the long run if you're publishing right. a video that don't have releases. So, you know, um, I, there was someone who asked a question about it was real similar. Oh, Day rate plus editing. Tim, Tim said day rate plus editing. Absolutely. Day rate should be a se- your filming is completely separate than your editing. Start separating the two. I don't put it together. Those are two different things. Um, and make sure that you're getting paid for both because those are two. Just because you can do two different jobs don't mean they aren't two different jobs. They're two different so jobs. Does that mean just itemize them? Absolutely. And then- Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Just like you can buy a car with three different motors, you can buy filmmaking with three different forms of editing. So make sure you itemize those things because clients won't separate the two. They'll just be like everything, one price. Everything. Like and I and everything well, is whatever they can think about. The project price. When I present a proposal, I present the final price. But but within that, you gotta itemize it. You gotta show them how we got to that. And not yeah. just this is what you said. Here go the price. No, the, we're going to break down everything you said. And then we're going to price it accordingly. Because if one thing changes or move, I need to know what's going to double. You right. know what I'm saying? 
So the moral of the story is, on my story, is basically, A, never book for an event that's two days after you're booking. Yeah. That's not enough time. Yeah. And if you do, you Um, charge more. Yeah. I should have charged more. Mm -hmm. And that's a second thing. And never book while you're in a car driving. Yeah. I should have had him call me back when I was at my computer and I could have itemized everything. Absolutely. You know what else you should also put in for... Um, there's a certain limit to your revisions. Yep. And once you get past two, now you're going to pay me. A, I, well, I like Ty's way. You pay me $100 for each minute of video. And that way, it's like, if it's a three-minute video, it's $300 extra. I think that's the way you, you yep. put it, Ty. Yep. But I, I, I like it. And I got also, what I'm doing now is I build in more. Like, you know, they say like an hourly rate for editing of what it should cost for editing. I actually increase that rate because there's times like I got a client right now. The video is fine, but they're really giving me a hard time over the motion graphic to the point where I'm not going to spend hours working on your motion graphic when it, it, I'm just not going to do it. So I'm outsourcing it mm-hmm. and the people I'm outsourcing to, I got to pay. I'm not going to pay it in my pocket. Right. So I build in a little extra money on my editing just to factor it in case I run into somebody who my regular edit isn't good enough for. And they want bells and whistles and people and things spinning backwards in other directions. But you know what, man? Here, take this. This is your job as well. I'll pay you for it. And send it back to me when you're done. Absolutely. That's the way I, you know. I, mean, that's, I know you got team editors, Ty. Yep. That's, that's, what I, that's what I talk about. Those are things like understanding the pricing and profit margins in the master course. I tell you to pay for whatever they want. You should be able to pay for it three times. So mm. if, if you only pay for it once, you're making profit. If you got to pay for it mm. twice, you're still making profit. If you got to pay for it three times, at bare minimum, you're breaking even. Mm. So so that's how I, I tell you to do it because you're going to get people that's just picky. And sometimes people are picky not because they want it changed, but because you said everything for one price and they're going to keep having you flip until they're happy. And you have to, you know, it's difficult dealing with a client who don't know what they want. They just know what they don't want. They're usually lazy explainers. They're lazy when it comes to thinking about what you need before I do it. I need you to visualize what you want before I do it. That's why directors make producers and the whole team storyboard a whole movie before we go shoot it. I need you to say, this is the shot. We need a wide shot. We need Forrest Gump running out the, out the woods, carrying Bubba. We need to see that before I go shoot it and you tell me it ain't good enough. So you have to have people do that or they will just say, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's, you know what I mean? You want to be careful with that. And if you don't set those parameters, they will use you up because they can. I got a question for you. Um, I'm dealing with a client now. And if if I was in a different stage of my business, it might've gone down differently. (laughs) Right now I'm just trying to, I'm trying to build my business up. So I don't want to really want a bad review and, I'm putting up with more than I normally would, but she had uh, these bio videos shot in three different cities where the company's located. One's in St. Louis, one's in Chicago, and obviously I'm in New York. So she showed me the template of the St. Louis, kind of what they were looking for. It looks simple enough, but everybody has their own styles. Like you go to a barber, you can tell the barber to cut me the way that this other guy did last week, and he's going to have his own style. It's not going to always be exactly the same. So I didn't understand that, you know, what she, as far as cookie cutter, 
So I shot it the way I would normally shoot it. And I gave her my motion graphics and that's not good enough. And it's not even her. It's her graphic designer now who I didn't even know anything about. She told me she signed off and everything. So three revisions later, like I said, I'm outsourcing it now. Finally, we're at the point where we can move forward with the rest of the videos. And I'm, I, you know, I told her after two revisions, you have to pay. I haven't hit her yet because she basically gave me the template, but this is one of those things where she didn't tell me up front, this video has to be exactly like this, you know, this production company did it. Right. If she had said that, I couldn't get mad. But she didn't say that until I delivered mine. And she goes, oh, we want it more subdued. We want it like this. So, so I'm just saying. Two things I usually do in that situation. One is make sure that in your proposal, in your contract, it talks about revisions. And it states the price as to what. I like to explain what a revision is so people can know. What are we? Because people try to well, this is a revision. Well, no, we let me explain the the revision steps. And this is for those who on the outside looking in. We go, I go deep into this. I think it's in module two. But so the way I do revisions is the first round is clip order. Are the clips in the right order? The second round is sound. uh, I'm sorry. The second round is um, image quality and color. The third round is going to be um, motion effects and sound mixing. So when we get the motion effects and sound mixing, you can't say, I don't like this clip. No, 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 Mm. no, no. That's a revision. We got to go back because that should have been agreed on in the first initial stage of our revisions. That's why I don't completely do a project and be like here. That's why I have the intro video to say, hey, the clip you're about to see is probably not going to be color corrected. It's probably the audio is going to be bad. It's not going to have graphics. The goal of this round of revisions is to make sure that you're happy with the selection of clips. Yes or no. Yes, we like it. Bet. Let's go to the next one. Let's color grade it. You know, what I mean, let's let's add our motion graphics. This is a time where you need to make changes on color grading and motion graphics. If everything's cool. Cool. But if you say no, you say, I want to change this color. This is this is a time where we change it. Now, we can go through that all day long, but we can't go back to changing clips. That's when we got a problem. You have to set those parameters because people will get you all the way to the point where you color grade and you're done. You add the final twist to it. And they're like, you know what? Let's put the clip. But no, 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 no. We got it because I got to go back and re-edit this to the whole music again. Like I got to you know, what I mean, like this is going this is an issue. So you have to set those parameters and they can understand what a revision is because revision mean they can just they think it mean they can just change their mind every time. I got three chances to change my mind. Cool. No, we're going through each stage. You got three chances to take me back a stage. After that, I'm charging. you. So so you got to be careful with that because people will. It's magic to them. They'll just have you do stuff to, because they figure, figure it ain't going to cost them nothing extra. You know, it ain't going to cost me nothing extra. Let's just do it. You know what I mean? That's why your mechanics say, you know, you know, we can do certain stuff now. If I'm going to take your brakes off, we can change your rotors. But don't have me put these brakes on here, put the tire back on, and now you want me to change the rotor. I got to charge you. I'm going to put these, rot- these rotors on here. I'm going to put these brakes on here. You going to tell me, yes, that's what I want? And then we can put it all on the road and wheel alignment and all of that. But don't have me do all of this. And now I got to go back and change the rotor. Unless that rotor's bad, I'm going to charge you to take that whole tire back off and put the car back on the lift and all of that. Unless I provided a warranty or whatever. You know what I mean? But usually that's, that's, that's how it works. 
Um, there was a question Ewall asked. He said, I recently had such an offer, $400 for a video that has promised to, uh, that more videos will come and more money. When I wanted to agree on it and the contract, I never heard from that client again when he wanted them to agree on the contract. If you know me, and you probably know me, there's no way in hell I do these deals. You got to be P. Diddy himself. You have to be somebody that taking a picture next to you is as valuable as working with you. And if you are not that, I am not falling for that. I, especially, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of people who like to look, use this and I didn't fail for it before, it's political figures. Oh, man, they think they're celebrities. They're not. If I got a chance to work with the vice president or, or Kim Kardashian, I'm going to take Kim Kardashian. It's not a political issue at all. It's just I know I can get further. People will buy what Kim Kardashian say more than anybody in the Senate, White House or whatever. I don't care what side you own or whatever. It, it's just celebrities. That's why celebrities get endorsements. Congressmen, well, they kind of do, but they kind of don't, if you know what I mean. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, lobbyists, endorsements, same thing. But, you know, it, I, I'm not going to do it for you if I don't, if it doesn't instantly help the brand. What helps my brand is that I shot a music video for Cardi B is more than whatever. I can shoot six weeks of C-SPAN video. Don't nobody care. So I don't, I, I personally don't, when, when clients get to talking like that, I don't, I don't do business. In fact, I'm to the point now where, and this may not, this ain't going to work for everybody. Let me say that. And you got to be at a level of, you know what I'm saying? You got to be at level 10 to kind of push back and, and kind of punk somebody a little bit and kind of say, Hey, it's okay. If you guys can't afford this, let me know when you can. Cause people don't like to, they don't like to be punk. They don't like to play big bank, take little bank. They don't like it when you, uh, challenge their pockets. Well, prove me wrong. Cut the check so we can do business. If not, let me point you to somebody who, you know, you can't get a Mercedes Benz today, buddy. But listen, there is a Kia dealership right down the street. That Kia Optima is nice. It only starts about, what's your budget? 30? Starts at about 30, 45. No hard feelings. When you get 60, 70, 100,000, you come on back and see me, buddy. Sometimes that some people spend more money just to just to feel like just to say they got it. You know, a lot of people that got four hundred dollar shirts that can't even put them in a dryer like they can't even wash them. They ain't even lasting long, but they got it just to say they got it because people associate money with value, even though they don't want to spend it. So you have to push back because they won't. They're pushing back on you. You ask me to lower my price. I'm gonna punk you back. So, you know, you, you have to be. You know, you got to get to a point where, you know, the confidence is there and everything's cool. But you it's your brand. You're asking me to you think of it like this. And I want you to literally say if you got kids, if you got family, you're asking me to put less food in my kids mouth. For you. Because you don't want to spend money you got. It's not happening, bro. If I got to choose between me or you, it's going to be me every time. So. You got to think about it like that. You're asking me to go from, you know, uh, instead of getting the A6600, I got to get an A6200 because you don't want to spend. No. Uh -uh. So however you got to do it, you know, think of it like that. But, um, you know, that's something you got to do. Good, good question that came up real quick is how do you deliver video to a client? Um, two, two questions popped up that I asked that. Two good questions. I use I do two things. I use Vimeo. I'm going to tell you why I use Vimeo. 
my personal favorite and I, you know i talk about this also i think in module one because i can put um i can put a pending invoice overlay on the video after i've uploaded it and once they pay it i can remove it i don't have to re-upload another video that way they're not using my video wherever so i can put it i put a i put a, a big old invoice pending on top of my video i don't play if you still got an invoice you got your retainer we're still working on it and the invoice is pending i put a big old invoice pending right across from it i'm gonna tell everybody you broke <laughs> if you gotta reshare it i'm gonna tell everybody your pockets is shallow if you reshare it and then when they pay it i can go and remove yeah. it so um it'll it'll save you somebody uh who might be that okay i think i think i know who it is yeah so um you you know i do that uh oh i was i do that so that uh you know it'll protect me because some people get your stuff and poof they gone you can send it to them in a little video if you want to that little video will be on facebook somewhere no i'm gonna make that bad boy say invoice pending i've had people who didn't even want to show their boss they're like yo i, I gotta send it to my boss for approval we want to pay it come on man i don't want to send it to my boss like that cool Let's go. But at the same time, there are companies that I've worked for and the way they pay you is going to be T90, T60, T30, and usually 90, 60 or 30 days out. If I'm working for Walmart, I may not do that. Walmart ain't going to stiff me. If they do, I'm just going to uh, get one of their vests off uh, eBay and just go in there with a cart and just get what. I, no, I'm joking. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> but, you know, certain people ain't going to, you know, certain companies, you're fine. But. If you ain't if they ain't, if you ain't never heard of them, if they're not, you know, a top, top company, I would not do that. But I'm usually invoice pending everybody, everybody, um, you know, everybody. Um, one last question that came up in the chat and then we can go to any question you guys have. Another question is always have a short conversation, 10 to 15 minutes with a potential client or customer in order to qualify them. Should I send an offer after the first conversation with structure based pricing? Um, before the long question begins, where do you really need to develop a strategy and dealt with the client? I, that's all. That's a combination. That's the end of module two, one and the beginning of module two, because I talk about the callback. So the goal is to pre-qualify your client, right? You pre-qualify them by asking them one. You can pre-qualify a client by understanding the questions that they ask. If they're asking about price up front, they're not looking to get it done. They just want to see what, what, the, what it is. You want to deal with clients, emergency room clients. They're bleeding out. Doc, I'm bleeding out. I don't care. Doc ain't going to say, well, for us to get that bullet out, it's going to be $20. And, and we're going to put a, some, a Band-Aid on it. And the surgery, you're going to be like, I don't care. Fix me. Those are the clients you want. They know they have a problem. They're trying to get it fixed. Um, you can tell when a client is bleeding out and when a client is just testing the water. You know, by dealing with a client and understanding, you know, that the problem is first, not the price. Price shoppers, the price is first, not the problem. So when they come to you, with a, they know they got a problem. They need it fixed. They're trying to figure out how to, man, I just need to, block, you know, we can sit down and work out a price. Now, you may be out of their budget, and that's okay. Like, that's okay at that point. Like, some people just don't got it. They ain't got it. They ain't got it. Businesses are different, though, right? We're not talking about people. It's not an emotional decision. It's whether or not they want to, they have the money, whether or not they want to approve enough budget for that item. And if that, and if what you provide makes sense, what you provide makes sense, which means it's itemized, it's structured. They can look at it and say, ah, 
This is how we got there. This is what that costs. They can take that and go to somebody and get the budget approved in most cases. When it don't make sense, whoever's because their person that's, that's going to approve the budget is a numbers guy. He don't care about their project. He don't. He's just not emotionally attached to this great video for this department. He don't care. He's like, OK, you say we can make a million dollars off this. And it's costing us X, Y and Z. Cool, let's do it. Or this is going to help the company do X, A, B and C. And it's costing us X, Y and Z. Thumbs up. I approve when it comes to businesses. You're dealing with mom and pop shops. You're going to have a combination of emotion plus that. However, if you can make it make sense. It'll be approved. Just like if I said, you know, give me five dollars, I'll give you a 10. You would do it every time. It makes sense. The value is there. You know what I'm saying? Give me twenty dollars and I'll give you a 50. Absolutely. You know, but the goal is to make it. If The more you make it make sense, the easier it is for them to, to let go of money. You know, the easier it is to, you know, it's like kids get caught up because somebody's like, come with me. And they're like, no, hey, I got a puppy. They're like, oh, the value is there. You know what I'm saying? Like a puppy. The value is there. Make it make sense. It's crazy. Like, you know, you be seeing the creepiest. Like, what are you doing? Like, so, you know, it's about value and you have to understand who your target audience is to know what's valuable. A kid can be suckered with ice cream. An adult can't. Don't work. You can if you break in somebody's house and they got rock wallers and you got some pork chops, they like, hey, come on in. You know what I'm saying? Your dog could give you up for some pork chops. Know your target audience. You know what I'm saying? So you got to understand who you're trying to offer your service to. Once you lock got that locked in, the game will unravel. The the your your path to success will unravel in front of you. So, you know, uh definitely. Um, any other wins or questions? Go for it. Go for it. Who's jumping in? Rodney, go for it. So since you're talking about value, um, I think I sent you a message on this uh, earlier this week. And I think this is actually brought up in module three is please, and I'm stressing this to everybody out there, please, please, please. And I'm saying again on my knees, I'm begging, please understand the value of testimonials from your clients. Yep understand the value of that um i mean and here and that's part of the reason why and i and i appreciate the way you've got the module set up too because you want to be able to include those testimonials in your crap i.e your website because that does all the selling for you and what's uh, i think one of the things that i've learned or that i've had reinforced through your course and just through listening to you tonight is that you want other people Featuring your name and celebrating you and promoting you versus you doing it doing it yourself. It carries a lot more weight when somebody else is doing it and saying it's coming secondhand and saying that you know what, dude, you need to go talk to Brandon Hibbs. Like there is nobody in this world that understands. That's why, yeah, exactly. I see you, bro. There's nobody yeah, that understands video fitness more than this cat. Like if you want video work done for your gym or for your fitness, you know, your, your fitness fitness business, this is the cat to talk to. Seriously, he's like Spielberg when it comes to a camera <laughs> versus him out there promoting that. And it just sounds like self-promotion and bragging or whatever what you want to call it, even though it might not be. You might have the credentials, but it coming from a customer versus coming from the actual business owner, it's a, it's a different way. And the, the review that we got back, um, she actually, when I sent her the questions, um, I think it was like eight questions, uh, some of them being what 
I picked up in the course, you know, asking about, you know, even, you know, why, uh, even though we might not have been the cheapest or not the least expensive, why did you go with us and would you come back with us again? And it was just hands down, like, we love them. They did this. They did that. They went the extra mile. There were no surprises, blah, 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 blah. And got choked up, man. Like, there was allergies or something going on. I started getting all a little weepy eyed in the eyes. But it was, that that was something that we are going to have now that we got the video from her as well. That's something that is just going to carry that much more weight with it being such a huge um, footprint in the uh, in the community here in Albuquerque. So get your testimonials, folks. Get your testimonials. I got, I got a question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my shortest video testimonial, and it asks like three or four questions, is like a minute 30. My longest is about three minutes. What, what should be the cap on video testimonials? Because I figure people... The kind of people I'm looking for and the, the ones that the clientele, if you me, I don't know. I just look at it the way I do. If I'm looking to, to pick up a, a new guitar or a set of drums, I'm going to read and find out everything about it. And I'm not in a rush to get, oh, let's get this over with quickly. So I, got, I've, I have three testimonials on my testimonial page. One's a minute 30, one's like 2.30, and one's like three minutes. I know Ty mentioned flash testimonials, like yep. 60 seconds. Yep. So I'm wondering, if, should I just cut them down and make them all like just really brief? Or should I have one or two that are longer if you want to watch it? Perfect. That's a great question. That's a great question. Good, good, good question. I cover that. I cover that in detail, deep detail. That's that's one of the things that was like module three. I got to give it to you. So I'm going to tell you, and, and Ronnie, you, you snuck ahead so you know where I'm about to go with this. OK, so what's great about that is I teach you how to have testimonials for certain reasons. If somebody's worried about price. Give them testimonials on price. Don't let them sit through two minutes of what well, I search for them on Google and I no. under under where they're concerned about price. Let's address that with a testimonial. So a flash testimonial will address a specific issue that they have because everybody hangups aren't the same. I shouldn't have to go through two minutes of other hangups to get to what's really, you know, I never. Hey, I never heard of these guys. I don't know about their guy. If their work is good. At that section of my page, I need to have testimonials that provide proof that we offer great quality content. There's a section that talk about pricing. I need to have testimonials that refer to, hey, these guys weren't. And I, and, and I teach you certain stuff you don't want in your testimonial. They was cheap. The price was good. They gave me the best rate. I could, no, get away from that. And that's what a lot of I'm telling you, a lot of you guys have testimonials like I got the best price ever working with them. I don't want that because now you're attracting price customers. I want testimonials that say, look, we shopped a lot and we got better prices. What we didn't get was better quality or better X, Y, and Z. What we didn't get is, is content creators that specialized in just what we did. By having that, it was more valuable than all the other companies. That's why we chose this company. That's a testimonial that will close your big sales. Testimonials that say, look. Somebody's, uh, oh, somebody got the mic on. Those are the ones that are going to close your sales. You. So those are the ones that's going to be like, man, you, I, I'm trying to spend the money. So you, you, if you, if you don't understand the power of them, you're going to get testimonials that hurt. I need for the, I got it. They hook me up with a cheap price. It was the cheapest anywhere. That's why I went with them. And somebody coming to you like, yeah, I got $200. I don't want to no, know. I don't want you. I want somebody that has a that that has a problem and they want I only want to attract people who want the best. 
or that want to spend the right amount of money to do it. If not, you, what's the point of going in business if you're not making a good profit? I want to be happy about being on set. I want to have an Amazon cart full of stuff. I'm just hitting buy as soon as the check clear. Yeah, I've got two of the, of the three testimonials. I have them say on the testimonial, we shopped around and they weren't the cheapest, yep. but the quality they gave us was worth the price. Absolutely. So I, I want people to know I'm not, don't come to me looking yep. for the hookup because I don't have time for that. Absolutely. <laughs> I, rather, I learned that I'd the hard way. Bottles, something like that. You know, go put up, build a whole set, do all this stuff for you. And I'm sitting there sweating and I'm getting robbed. robbed. No, I can't. I just, I'd rather stay home. I, le- <laughs> I learned that the hard way. I tried to be the cheap guy and learned that junk the hard way. Do not be the you cheap, remember how happy, cheap guy. Do you remember how happy you were when you first started and somebody said, I'll give you $5 to pull your camera out? Yep. I was, I used to be excited. And now I'm like, yo, that's too much. I'm glad I went through it. Cause I did all that stuff for free to try to build my portfolio. And I remember one job, 13 hours, this is all volunteer work. I was like, yo, I know exactly what this is worth now. Cause I had to wring out my shirt, get all the sweat out. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm making sure I charge what I'm supposed to charge for this. Definitely. And you want to make sure, and you got to think of it like this. Let me not tell you another reason why testimonials work. If your mama say the food good, you believe the food good, right? You ain't even got a question. If your mama say you need to go to this restaurant because they food good, you don't even question it. You you like when I'm going to go. You get there, you don't care what it costs. That's the that's the, like referrals in the form of testimonials work like that. Because w- what's great about testimonials is the people who are watching them, they're on the fence. They're looking for proof on your page. So to get somebody who was on the fence, because their testimony, I tell you to make sure this, I'm giving you a lot of module three right now. I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to give you points. Of it. But I tell you, the goal is to help them get off that fence because you want your, the person that's creating a testimonial, you want the viewer, the new customer to identify with them. Hey man, I was looking for a client. I mean, I was looking for a video production company. You know, we needed training videos for our X, Y, and Z. We shopped around. We looked at a few places. We heard of this spot, but we came across this company who specialized in what we do. And that's what separated them from everybody else. Cause the person that's looking like, dang, they do only do this. They are the specialists. And, and the person on the testimony said, you, you know, it, it was a little more expensive, but for what you got, the value outweighed what you, what you paid. And I would much rather have somebody who did nothing but this type of video create the best version of our content than one of the guys that shot everything. Three or four of the guys, we, you know, on, they were on the golf course one day, they were shooting a wedding the next day, and then they wanted to come shoot our training video. These guys shoot nothing but training videos. And you can tell in their work because they offered some things that I never even thought about that helped us take our project to the next level. And it was a level that I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have accomplished without working with this company. Their experience is why they are worth what they charge. You can't get that other places. If a person on a fence and they hear that it's a wrap. Good night. They're yours. So that's the importance of, the, the power of testimonials. They're helping people that's on the fence. People that wasn't even thinking about working with you was like, dang, I do need to get, okay, I, I got to find $5,000. Who got $5,000? I got to find $5,000 because these ain't going to cut it for those who know what these are. These ain't going to cut it for what I'm doing. That's the old schools. 
Um, who had yeah, a question? I think one of y'all had a hand up. I'll go for yeah. it, bro. Hey, um, my question is also about um, about testimonials. I've got a few of them on my site. Um, I, I don't. Uh, I understand uh, where you're coming from when when you're when people are talking price. Mm -hmm. But I kind of encourage people to either show that show where I solved the problem, and also try to put numbers in, kind of like kind of like with a resume. You know, hey, we increased business volume by this much that's as great. a result of this. Yes. Is that something I, that's that, perfect? Because uh, that's what I've been kind of yeah. pushing. That's perfect. As long as they don't talk about your price, you can talk about how you increase numbers for them. Or if they say, hey, we went monthly from $5,000 to $20,000, that's fine. As long as they don't talk about how cheap you were, that's the part that backfires on you. When they say we got a good, they would never, I, I never, anytime I'm, I'm interviewing somebody for a testimonial, I'm never even allowing them to, to say that we were inexpensive. I want them to say that we were expensive because I want them to say that they were worth it. They are worth every dollar. I'm coming back also, to them next week. I'm also trying to put in, you know, behind the scenes with each of those projects that they're talking about. Absolutely. To show that, to, to show it in action and kind of show, you know, okay, what they're talking about. This is what I did for them that elicited this particular result. Yep. So, um, and also finally, before, uh, uh, before you go, I have been waiting with bated breath for, uh, grow your business, mm -hmm. you know, part three, uh, you plan on, uh, throwing that out here for like, uh, that will be available for Friday. Friday. Yep. All of that, everything, everything, everything right. will be available Friday. Yep. Um, and that, and, and part, what is it? Five key steps talk about the, the showing the process, showing the process. Cause you help clients say, I'm trying to go from here to here. Let's show the process. The greatest thing Subway ever did was build a sandwich in front of you. You got to get all that for five. I get to choose from all these ingredients for $5. The greatest thing Subway ever did was build your sandwich in front of you. If they went in the back and just came out with the sandwich you ordered, you'd be like, eh, Okay. Right now, Burger King, you go to Burger King, you just see a grill with just burgers just falling off the grill. You see the fire in the grill and be doing nothing but heating up frozen patties. You think you're getting fresh off the grill. It's just fire on some on some frozen meat. You happy. McDonald's don't even do that no more. That's why Burger King has the advantage. You don't even, again, when you go to McDonald's, go to McDonald's and tell me you see somebody cooking on a, with a skillet or with a, with a spatula. You don't. They pulling your meat out the tray and you're like, man... You don't see nobody in McDonald's like, what you want? Some, nope. You don't see none of that no more. They've removed all of that. You don't even hear it. The only, the only thing you hear is fries being dropped. They pulling your meat out of a drawer that's been heated up and putting it on your burger and wrapping it up. Here you go. Get out of here. Burger King got that one thing with the fire on it just so you can feel like it's flame broiled and you're getting it. I challenge you. Go to a McDonald's and find me a skillet. Find me a griddle or anything. There is nothing. It's, it's a bunch of trays. And that's that's just Burger King's competitive advantage because they make you feel like it's flame broil. And they pay, they taking it out that same tray and they just putting it through that thing so you can see it. And you feel like you're getting, you know, something, something great. But it, it, it's just about perception. It's just about perception. And business and marketing is about perception. Testimonials allow you to, because in module three, I talk about the buying process of every person, the buying process, the buying process. I'm going to use somebody that's in stage five to talk to somebody that's in stage two 
to help them get to stage five. Period. That's all you you're using it, using them to help somebody move along in the process. And in doing so, you'll get new clients because everybody who who hires your company has had a problem that they're trying to solve. The difference is the person giving a testimonial has solved their problem. They have the result, the result of solving that problem with your company. So you can help the person that has the problem. You can kind of help them see through it. You can kind of help them. Um, you can predict their future. You can you can put them at ease and make it feel more like an investment and less like a gamble because they get to see somebody who's been through what they're getting ready to go through. Just like when you go get a car painted, you want to see some cars y'all painted. Don't tell me y'all paint cars. Don't show me the facility. Show me a car you painted. Oh, that car looked good. Y'all did that. Oh, if that's what y'all shooting, yes, yeah, let's go paint my car. If y'all making them like that, when you go get a wedding cake, you want to see some final cakes. You want to see some people who had them at their weddings and said it was delicious. You want to see a finished product. That's why they invite you in to taste the cake. So you can say, man, this, this is what my cake. Gonna ta-. Yeah. You want what you want? Double vanilla. You want chocolate? We got you. Mm, this is good. It allow you to bite into your future. And when you bite into it and you see what they can do, you're like, Psh, yeah, I'll pay $3,000 for something we're about to consume in 30 seconds. Absolutely, I'll pay three, dollars $4,000 for something that ain't going to be there 30 minutes after we cut it. That's why you got to gotta wipe it on her face and be like, it's $3,000 you asked for this cake. I'm, you're going to wear this. <laughs> wipe it on me too. Go ahead. It's like, you know what I'm saying? But, that, but that's just different forms of what we do. So testimonials give people that. They give people... Um, it helps them feel like it's an investment, not a not a gamble. The worst thing you can do. And a lot of people got this mentality that they, you know, my stuff's so good. They present it as gambles. They, they, you know, they don't got no price list. They everything is a secret. Come hit me up and we go. Everything is a maybe kind of. Nope, I don't want to work like that. That that method does not work anymore in business, especially not in the area where you have to be creative. You want to be careful with that. And the more you can be a investment and less of a gamble, the more consistent your sales will be and the higher your sales will be. And the more your current clients will go out and fight to bring you clients and they will continue to come back. A true referral is from somebody who has purchased from you. They've experienced what you can do for them and they can speak firsthand about how great you are. That's the most powerful referral you can get. I ain't talking about your cousins. Now, who, who, y'all know somebody that got a camera? Yeah, my cousin. Not that. That's not a referral you want. That's not the true word of mouth you want. That's somebody that's too cheap. They don't want to spend money. That's why they're not on Google looking for people marketing. They want to hook up. Your best referral in life is from a paid client who your product has changed their life or changed their business or added value. And they can, they can speak directly from it. You all have experienced something that you have referred that you spoke directly about, whether it be a good dentist, a good mechanic, a great place to eat. There's something that you like, listen, listen to me. When I say this stuff was great, you, this is where you go. If you need that done, you can speak directly to it. So you want your testimonial to do that for you. That's, that's the power of testimonials. I know somebody, uh, <laughs> Nicholas said, I used to work at Burger King. Those burgers were already cooked, but was reheated using by microwave. Yep. And they run it on a little flame broiler just so you can see the little fire on it. You think you're getting something. 
with them pre pre burnt grill marks. They just burning them. You like this cooked on the grill. So, um, John says, what do you do uh, if there's a service that they want, but it's not on your proposal? <laughs> That's easy. Oh, we can add that. <laughs> That's what you say. Repeat after me. Oh, definitely. We can add that. Unless it's something you can't do. You want to shoot a scene in space? <laughs> we can add that with a green screen. So, yeah, plenty of times where you don't want to overload them. And I can't tell you how many times we've sent video proposals that ended with photography stuff. Hey, man, I got everybody here in the office. I was thinking about bringing in a headshot photographer so we can get two at one time. We can do that. No problem. We have a headshot photographer. Say no more, bro. We can bring the backdrops and everything. Here's a second proposal. Click that. Hey, we need lifestyle images. You know, while you guys are here filming, you know, I got the whole staff. They are, listen, when you work with businesses and they and it's a staff involved with your shoot and they're pulling people away from money to take pictures and video, that's a great time to offer other things because in their mind, I can knock out two birds with one stone. You mean to tell me I don't have to pay labor for people to take pictures later? I can do it now at the same time? Two areas going at once? That's when you need to start pitching that stuff because those are significant upsells. That are another two, three, four, five, ten, twenty thousand dollars that that you missing, that you leaving, and somebody else walking right in behind you with a whole different company, with the same camera you got. You shooting photos, you shooting video with your A seven R three or your A sixty five hundred. They come in right behind you shooting photos with it. That was your bag. You left because you didn't ask more questions, and you'll learn to ask those questions based off experience. I didn't. I didn't know these businesses. You know. I didn't know it cost them for us to film this commercial and they got people away from the phones or desks and labor. They're spending $8,000 today. I didn't know. I do now. Let's put that $8,000 to work. Let's get the most out of this $8,000 by making sure we're doing headshots or lifestyle shots or whatever group shots, team shots, whatever. I'm, I'm talking about all of that. So that's why once you start working with a niche, you'll, you, these are things that you'll develop and learn working with that type of client over and over again. Even if it's something you present, Hey, for the last client, since they were, you know, since they had, we, we dedicated the whole day to filming. We also covered their headshots. They needed new headshots. How are you guys headshots looking? Oh man. You know, it's t- we need to upgrade our headshots. That's a good idea because I'm going to have everybody. We're going to be dressed. We're going to be. Yeah, we did headshots and group shots. Wow. There you go. Boom. That's a whole nother bag. Whole nother bag. That's that's you just you just skipped over. You slept on. That's a whole nother. I just took your car from a from a, uh, you know, Impala to a Cadillac right there. I just took you from the you know, what I'm saying I just took you up a notch. I just went from you went from a V6 to a Hellcat just like that. Bam. Just like that. So, you know, um, you see, I saw yesterday on Facebook, I want a family photo for $300 this week. I suggested iPhone and a selfie stick. The crazy part is they like the idea. Price shoppers at its finest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you ever have legal documents drafted in a place um, for the signed proposal? Have some issues regarding customers not wanting to pay for service despite signing it on it? Um and loving the content. Okay. Are they not paying beforehand? How do they love the content and didn't sign it? We don't move forward without a signature. We don't, we don't, a signature and a retainer means I show up. You saying yes to a date. Don't, I don't care what you say. If you don't sign and pay, I don't, I'm not there. 
real that's how it works. If you don't sign and pay, we in fact I, I'm not giving you all day to sign and pay. Cause that date, if somebody else come up with some money for that date, it's gone. Hey man, uh I sent that proposal last week. I know y'all want to do it for this Friday, but somebody came and signed for that date. We got the next Friday available or next Wednesday. What do y'all want to do? I'm not I'm not gonna sit around and hold a date for you. I I'll tell you to act fast. In fact, um I teach have you know, you want to you want to move with a purpose and and you want to be a busy content creator. Hey, listen, uh, days are filling up quick. These are the three days we got. It's always this. It's the season where l- listen, you're not the only person that has this problem right now. You're not the only person that's in need for X, Y and Z. A lot of people are. So we're servicing a lot of people. These are the dates we have available. And, you know. Or what date do you want to do it? But you gotta you gotta move with some urgency. If you like, well, can you do it tomorrow? Yeah, I'm available tomorrow. Can you do it the next day? Yeah, I'm available the next. You can't be like that because people just they don't they don't they won't respect your time. So I plenty of times I'm like, listen, you know, these are the dates that we have. They're subject to change. Whoever whoever retainer hit my email first with a contract sign got it, and I've literally had it come down to the hour. Oh, I gotta send you this money back. Unless you want to move it to a different date because somebody else did it. So I, it's just I don't play with that. Um, I don't play with that. Do you determine the price later or how do you estimate the price? The price is already a predetermined structure set. And I just provide it to the client based on the type of job that they're doing. I let them go through and click it. Just like when you go to Apple and you get that laptop, they don't come up with a price for you. They have a price for that laptop and everything you can add to it already predetermined and set up. That's going to take you spending two, three, four days a week to really sit down and itemize what you do. But once you have that list, trust me, you will be super happy you do. You will be super happy you do. And that just takes work on your end and that allow you to be consistent across the table. So that's that. Any other questions before we go to the after hour? Everybody good? You go, go for it, bro. I think you're muted right now. I think it, uh, I'll give you a second. All right, there you go. There, there you, you go. go. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, bro? Chilling, chilling, man. I actually bought your course not too long ago. Um, actually, like about a couple of weeks ago, and it's uh, very informative. So I'd like to thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> all right, so what happens if you already created a, a name, a logo? And mind you, this is all prior to you actually, uh, me actually watching the video. So, I wa- so what happens if you already created a name? A logo, registered your company as a uh, a film company as an LLC, but you haven't found your niche your niche yet. And then, how can you go about salvaging the name? Should I dissolve the company or start an additional company that focuses solely on a niche? Niche. Okay, this is the part where I'd be like, "You gonna hate me, but then you gonna love me." Like uh-huh. that's the example. Of like you gonna hate me, and then you gonna love me. So you can, right. you can do a DBA under your company if you have an LLC. Um, okay. which is doing business as if you if, if you pick a niche and that name doesn't gel well with that niche. So you can still have your your master company or your or your uh you can almost say a holding company, but you can have your top company and then do a DBA, which is usually really cheap in certain areas. I remember certain places like thirty, forty dollars to do a DBA. Oh dope dope. And this is my second question. Yeah, right. for it, bro. If your company is already registered as L C 
but you use your home address, is it possible to switch switch to a, a UPS or FedEx a mailbox? Yes, it is. However, the security concerns are still there because that information, that old information is still public information. Oh, That's wow. why sometimes it's better. Depends on what state you're in. If an LLC is $56 in your state, go get another LLC. If an LLC is 500 you may want to do a DBA because that information is still public information. I can go back and look up every headquarters Sprint ever had. You know what I mean? So it won't just go away. You that that's why you got to be careful with that. So what, could so could I dissolve it and then bring it back up again? Absolutely. And then you want to uh, you want to get a new box, uh, get a new uh, address before you file that new LLC paperwork. That Absolutely. Start fresh. Yep. When you start fresh, you want to get that first. Okay, so dissolve it. Okay, yep. Thank, thanks. Appreciate now, that. Now I don't know what, was, what state you're in because some places. I'm in, I'm in Maryland. Okay, I think I can't. I think LLCs are inexpensive in Maryland. I can't think off the top of my head. I have to Google it, but it's like it's like uh, it's like a hundred and some dollars. Oh yeah, See, I, mean, in, I, 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 I ain't friend over yeah. it though. I'm in Texas. It's like, it's like six hundred. About is you're also creating a taxable entity, mm-hmm. and then you you're going to be whacking one to create another. So you're going to be paying a CPA for another set of taxes, even if you uh, just had it for a day and then you went and created a new one. So you also need to consider that the DBA isn't isn't it isn't going to necessarily create another set of taxes. Right. Uh, and of course, I'm not a CPA, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm just trying to save you another headache because when tax time comes around, you're going to have to hit. Uh, your own taxes, the LLC you have now, and then if you go create another one, uh, then you're going to have to pay uh, do three sets of taxes for the for all those bad boys now. Now I would really nah, be, nah, I, I mean I would really be concerned really? if you had a if you made a lot of profit, then yes, that's an issue. If you took a loss, if you haven't really made a profit, it's, it's not much to worry about. You may yeah. have a CPA that said, "Man, give it here. I, oh, y'all did three hundred dollars. Give it here. I'll just here." You know what I'm saying? That's that's you know what I'm saying that's what I have run into um, in that situation. But it, but yeah, if you got business credit, is, if you got like business yeah. credit, three years of business credit, y'all did two hundred thousand this year, and you got thirty thousand dollars, yeah, and you switching, that's a whole different headache than if you did ten thousand and you got thirteen thousand dollars worth of loss to write off. Plus, this is a good time of the year for you to be putting Absolutely. this together. Absolutely, right now timing is great. New physical yeah, and the other thing is you got to remember, like when you got an LLC, all that income is that you've made from your LLC is viewed as your personal income unless you have a corporate tax structure. Which you should. Which you should have a corporate tax structure. You do not want to claim every dollar that come in your company as your money because you're taxed differently. You got a whole lot more tax benefits if you can pay it before it hits your account. I Listen, Flash Film Media can be worth a million dollars. Ty Turner can be broke as I don't know what. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's, that's a whole separate entity. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? So you got, it's ways, it's ways that you can do that. Um, you, it, it doesn't benefit you to take all the money out the business because you have to get taxed. Leave it in the business. Guess what? You know, my mortgage is my business. They got to pay it. I don't got to, I'm not going to pay, pay it out of my pocket. Let the business pay it. So there's different ways you can do it that, you know, it depends on where you are. 
um, in the world. But I, I would let your business pay as much. Listen, the government is designed for businesses because businesses create jobs. You're going to get every tax benefit and every all the love in the world as a business way more than you get as an individual. Let your business handle the business and then pay yourself out of the business. You know what I'm saying? Just be careful because you got to what you get paid. You, you pay yourself is taxed. So if if my cell phone is used for business, well, I'm going to pay myself, tax it, and then go pay the cell phone bill. Or I could just pay it straight from the business. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, it makes more sense. I'm going to lose money paying myself just to pay my cell phone bill. Or I can just pay my cell phone bill directly from my business because I use it for business. So just little stuff like that, just understanding, like, it's more beneficial. You know, no need to pay the... If I get myself a hundred dollars, there's no need to take twenty dollars out of it. And I got eighty, and then I'm paying a cell phone bill, where I can pay it directly from a business, write it off as a loss, and then keep more money. So, a good a good um, CPA or a bookkeeper will help you be like, look, what are you doing? Like, buy this car for your business. It's a truck. It weigh over this amount. It's a lot of write off, depreciation, everything. Why are you buying it as an individual? So, it, you, a good a good bookkeeper will help you. Um, with that, because there's a lot to learn, and that's why I say hire somebody who know this day and yeah. out, in and out, because it changes yearly. This year you can't get that much for a car. This next year, you know what I'm saying. So there's just a lot of stuff. A really good bookkeeper um, who ain't afraid of some good jail time. No, I'm joking. Um, there's a really good you know get a good bookkeeper. They can really help you. Uh, you know, help you with the with the with the good questions, especially for the for the industry type. I have my account set me up with Escort. All right, thank know. you, everyone. Oh, no problem, bro. Do you think bench is it will be good, a good CPA, or are they just good for like, accounting and stuff like that? I use them for everything, including filing taxes. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why okay. for me. I'm going to tell you why for me. And this is just a personal thing. Like, if something happened, I want a company that's going to bring the best lawyers to the table. I don't want my CPA up the street. It's like, look, I got a thousand dollars in the bank. I'm gonna try to get you my man's in them. He gonna represent you. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I want somebody that's gonna have three and four guys in suits and briefcases, and all. They don't want me to say nothing. Just, just be quiet, and I can just sit in the courtroom and just look around. I don't want the guy with the plaid suit with the suspenders, and when he walk in, you hear the Sanford and Son theme playing. I don't want that. I'm going to jail. Listen, you might. What's the name of that company again, Todd? What's the name of that company? It's called Bench. I want Jimmy McGill to represent me. Yeah, I've been want... watching Better Call Saul. That's the man. Right there. <laughs> I want somebody. <laughs> I want somebody with a team. I want them to like, yeah. If he don't got like real thick eyebrows, he got to have thick eyebrows and hair got to have a comb over. I want a team. <laughs> he got to drive an old Mercedes. I want a team of cats coming in. I don't want somebody that's like, look, I, man, I I watch Law and Order. Let me see. Uh, nah, it ain't happening, bro. Because when it comes to the business side, you can have all the hands in the world, all the screaming you want to. They'll take you right to court and you'll be giving up everything. So. <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, you just got to yeah. be careful. Yeah, I use Bench for accounting, but um, I've been thinking about making that switch to using them as a CPA, too. I use them for everything. Yeah, plus they have, what's great about Bench is they use a combination of a few things. And if you go to uh, Thai List at Flash Room Academy, I think uh, there's like a savings. I think it's like first month free or some percentage off. But what's great is, they use a lot of computer stuff, of course, which they're going to track bank accounts. And then they have multiple people that look over it and be like, okay, we caught this. 
What do you think? You know what I'm saying? And not just one person who could be having a bad day to that day and skip the fact that, you know, they put you, you know, you may have went to the ATM and, and withdrew, you know, $300 in ones at downtown at a facility. And they, uh, you know what I'm saying? They got it marked as a, as a company lunch or something. And they're like, well, you were eating lunch here, buddy. Like this ain't the place. Right. So, you know, we see you requested a thousand dollars in ones and then a, a, a single, a, a money gun. Right. You got a money gun and $1,000 in ones. Where were you? That wasn't business. Now was it like, well, you know, a company like Bencher catch it and be like, do you really want this to make it? Like, nah, man, put that as my private, you know what I'm saying? So you just gotta, I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, have them look over it. And then you always want as much room between you and what could go wrong as possible. And they give me that. Like, like maybe a, a, a QuickBooks, they, if you get the service that bring the, the, the real person to be involved with it. That is unless you can get a testimonial from the club you was at. That's <laughs> true. That's true. They can get a testimonial from me. We do all of our business meetings here. It's the best business meeting place. <laughs> no doggone well. Yeah, but I mean, you, you just, that's an area where I, you don't want to cut corners. Cut corners on that lens, fam. Cut corners on that camera body. Go with a cheaper carrying case, but don't you cut corners there. Or you would be wearing that nice orange jumpsuit. So that's, that. you don't want them problems. Um, you know, you definitely don't want them problems. Um, so be taxed as a C-Corp or S-Corp, depending on your state. That's something I don't want to answer that because your bookkeeper may say, well, what you for what you do, this is the way to go. Or you got partners. That's the way to go. Or what your future plans are. This is the way to go. So I don't I know you want to get an LLC if possible to be a separate entity. Um, but S-Corp or C-Corp is something you need to sit down with your bookkeeper and say, what is best for what I'm trying to do? I got a team of us. It's three of us, four of us. I want to, you know, that's something I don't want to say, go this way. And then it's not the right way to go. I don't trust people that's going to tell you and they don't know you. They just trying to get clicks and views. Um, you know, somebody said, oh, he said, I prefer Thumbtack over Bark because I can filter out the low paying clients before I pay for the lead. Thumbtack will give you that. Absolutely. But let me tell you this. Thumbtack is where I learned how to itemize and upsell. Thumbtack is when I brought somebody in that wanted a $500 video and they end up getting this $10,000 video. That's that's no BS. I literally took somebody who said I got $500 to spend on a video and they spent $10,000, $10,240 because I learned how to itemize it. We can do it for $500. i am going to show up with no lights. You're going to scream into the, the microphone that's built in on the camera. I'm going to record it for 30 minutes. Right when my timer go off, I'm going to hit that button to stop that mug and I'm going to take that SD out card out and hand it to you. I can do that for $500 or we can build on that and create something for you. So Thumbtack is where I learn how to how to structure my prices and itemize it because I was able to get clients to say, we got $500 to spend for a video. We can do it. Most definitely. Let me give you a list of other things we offer. And that list would always come back greater than, than what they said. But a lot of people don't know the cost of video. And when they see it, you can grow those customers. So I got good at that. Thanks to Thumbtack. Um, and, and, and striking out over and over. And I'm striking out, but just trying to talk. It's hard to talk somebody up into a higher price. when they, And they mind, I put $500 in. Somebody's going to give me 500 I have to give them reasons why to, how, why they should get off that price amount. Right. Your 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 car salesman is the, is the king of that. 
I want to spend, I want my car note to be $400 a month. Well, we can take, you can get four for 420. You can get leather seats. Okay. $20 a month won't hurt for 450. You can get the bigger engine. Okay. You know, you can get an automatic. All right. Now you're paying 625, but you're happy about it. It's, six, it's over what I wanted, but look at her. She's a beauty. Got her in the color I wanted. I'm happy about it. You know, so, you know, they they are the king of that. And they just do it by itemizing. Period. That's why cars come in 10 different flavors and colors and all that. Just so they can have a bigger sheet for you to check, 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 check. You can literally, one of my favorite cars I like to use in this example is the Dodge Challenger. Right. The Dodge Challenger, you can get a V6 for twenty eight five or you can get a uh, super stock and pay one hundred and twenty thousand. They can take the same product to start at twenty eight five and they got one hundred thousand dollars in upsells. Mind blowing. Like it's crazy. The same car. It looked the same. They may change. You can change the hood. The same car It's just it's crazy. So you got to know that over probably forty thousand dollars is pure profit. And then they kicking butt with it. It ain't nothing different. Like you can get a, it ain't nothing different. The charger is the same way. A Durango or a Hellcat, Hellcat Durango is the same way. All them cars is start here and you can just go on up. But it makes sense. Horsepower, like you, and they, horsepower is a great example of like men. We like that. You know, you can get seven hundred horsepower or you can get eight hundred. You like man, eight hundred horsepower is better than seven, but it's three hundred dollars more a month. Let's do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's how they get you every time, every time. Um, Ewald, that's a great question. What was the first thing you changed to look like a big company? I'm alone. I don't have the, the biggest budget still working in part-time jobs, but plan the full-time. You need module one, like a mug. Cause module one is all about what you need to put in place to look like a big company. It's a lot of things from cars to shirts to look to, to phone service to it's a whole lot of things that aren't big things. There's not a lot. I'm not, you don't need to spend $10,000 to look like a big company. You need to spend about two, not including a van. You know what I'm saying? Like there's things that you need to, you need to change how you talk. I don't say I a lot. I say we, I speak French. That's the only French word I know really, but bonjour maybe, but I, you know, I don't, I never say I can do, I can do, we can do, we can do. Sure. We can definitely handle this project. Now, let me talk with the team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just how you carry yourself sometimes that makes people feel comfortable. Ah, the same way you feel when it's, that's why they put two pilots in the plane. You feel comfortable. Oh, okay. It's a 30 minute flight. We got three pilots just in case you feel comfortable. So, you know, you, you gotta, uh, you gotta work on doing that. Um, Michael, there's a link cause the community is, uh, we're waiting on that, that domain to switch over, but there you go. Horsepower is a lifesaver on Houston roads. I agree. But anything over 300 is really overkill. Overkill. So let's do this. Let's go ahead and go to the after hours. Um, I'm going to give people a, yeah, let's get ready to go to after hours. So everybody on the Zoom, sit tight. Um, I'm going to get ready to go to the, uh, to the after hours real quick. Sit tight, sit tight. All right. Real quick, everybody that's watching, listen, uh, it's good, good holiday weekend. Let's say go Lions real quick. I want to make sure I get everybody off because we may have some some Bears fans or something. But I want to say go Lions. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm a diehard, ride or die, loyal football fan. So, uh, you know, we we 0 and 9, but we all right. We uh, you know, we gonna be all right. Sometimes you gotta lose them to win them. You gotta 
you know, you got to appreciate the, the, the success. First, you got to scrape your knees and you got to go through it. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. So we're going to eat some turkey. We're going to get our first win of the season. We're going to do what we got to do. Um, listen, be safe this holiday. Be safe. Stay focused on your brand. Um, continue to work on the things that you need to work on. Let's go Lions real quick. I want to make sure I get everybody up because we have some, some bears. Oh, somebody, uh, somebody audio is popping on. I don't know who audio that is real quick. I'm about to mute everybody. Boom. Hold on, hold on. Somebody got the, the rogue, uh, what's the name? So, yeah, so make sure you guys stay focused during the holidays. Stay with it. Right now is the time. A lot of people closing deals. Y'all watching it. A lot of people coming on here closing deals. Right. These these are guys that have been with me for months. We've been we've been sharpening that knife and they out here just cutting people. They they out here doing their thing. So, you know, it's important that you sharpen this. Gear ain't gonna get you there. It's just not. I don't wanna BS you. And you gotta understand the importance of, of content. I mean the importance of understanding how to grow the business, um, and the power of content. With that being said, Black Friday sales start twelve oh one Friday morning, the all in package twelve oh one Friday morning. And uh, we're going to just give it away. We're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to take it to the next level. 2022. I can't even talk. 2022. The model is take action. It's enough of reading about it. It's enough thinking about it. It's time to take action. It's time for you to start implementing some of the things you've learned on this channel. I want you to, if it ain't got to be everything. Let's, let's start with little things. Start implementing the things that you're learning and you will see the change. I'm not here. You know, I didn't make it up. I've been through it. And it took me doing a bunch of little stuff. Um, and with that little stuff, I started to grow and go in places where my brand just started growing for me. And you wake up one day doing a bunch of little stuff and you're working for the Hyundai's, the Walmart's, the big companies. You're getting one or two jobs a month and you're perfectly fine. And because it's more than enough because you've made what you made in a whole year last time in three jobs. So it starts with the little things and I'm, I'm, man, I'm giving it to you as best as I can. Um, and I'm here for you. I'm in a community. I, I like to chop it up and I like to see those have success. Um, and I want to see you be success, be successful. And don't hurt me. I'm not the type to feel like you can be in my, you can be in Dallas, Texas with a production company. I want to see you win because it's enough money for everybody. With that being said, everybody be safe, be safe, be safe. And uh, I will see you all in the next video. This time I'm not gonna forget to hit the button. Cause last time I forgot to hit the button, and we almost went. We almost went uh, after hours. My mama was calling me like, "You still on? You still on?" I'm like, "I was about to get ready to do all kind of cussing and stuff, but we gonna hit the button this time." Everybody invited to the after hours. Let's go. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.